Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. I've been feeling pretty sad and pretty angry recently by some of the stories both here and in Israel of the despicable ways that Jewish communities are able to treat one another. I'm so reeling from the fact that a friend of mine had a sad loss of his mother and the burial plots that his father had bought for them both 30 years ago had the rabbi who was overseeing them refused to bury refused to bury this Jewish woman because she was converted by a conservative rabbi years and years ago had lived a a full and rich and committed Jewish life but because the rabbi who converted her to Judaism was questionable she can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery it's unbelievable and it's all part of a wider issue right now with the Rabbanut the uh, rabbinic authorities in Israel who have issued a blacklist a blacklist of rabbis who are not deemed kosher enough for conversions and other other matters of Jewish status, creating this awful, awful paradigm of us and them. You know, on the Jewish calendar right now, and this is what makes it even harder, on the Jewish calendar right now we are in this period called the Ben HaMetzarim or uh, between the catastrophes three week period from the 17th of the month of Tammuz until Tisha B'Av which is the 9th of the month of Av a three week period during which historically Jerusalem was under siege and then by the the end of the three weeks the, the whole of the temple in Jerusalem was was destroyed, both the first and the second temple. And Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av, is when we commemorate that destruction. And the rabbis of the Talmud in Masechet Yomer, in a tractate that's talking primarily about Yom Kippur, they ask the question, like, what, what was it that destroyed the temple? Historically, we know that the first temple was destroyed by the Babylonians and the second temple in 70 CE was destroyed by the Romans but the rabbis aren't as interested in looking at the external enemy the actual power that destroyed but looking at the internal forces which lead to the destruction and it says very clearly that the first temple was destroyed by three so-called cardinal Jewish sins the sin of Avodah Zarah which is idolatry the sin of Shvichat Damim, which is the spilling of blood, murder, and the the sin of uh, inappropriate uh, sexual relationships, Gilui Arayot. These three things, like adulterous uh, sexual relationships, murder, 
and idolatry. But then the Talmud asks, what about the second temple? And it says that actually the second temple was destroyed by a force called Sinat Chinam, which is a, 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 a source of um, causeless or baseless, gratuitous hatred, hatred between Jew and Jew. And that, according to the rabbis, is the force that really destroys the temple. When Jewish communities are, are filled with hate and intolerance towards each other. Such a powerful, stark statement there. That our capacity within the Jewish world to hate each other, to hate each other, is such a strong negative energy that it creates an atmosphere in which walls can be breached and buildings can be destroyed and the altars where we offer our sacrifices physically and metaphorically the places where we worship the focus of our prayer life can be destroyed if we don't have love for each other It's just so tragic to see how alive and well that force of hatred is right now with Jewish communities everywhere unable to tolerate each other, unable to speak civilly to each other, unable to agree. Actually, it's not about agreement. It's fine, as we've said in previous podcasts, it's fine to disagree, but it's the lack of love and respect and civility with which those arguments sometimes happen that is poisonous, toxic. Harav Cook, Rabbi Cook, the, the first chief rabbi of, of Palestine before Israel was a state and when it was still under the British mandate, the first chief rabbi, a very spiritual rabbi who was committed ideologically committed to love every Jewish person and really ultimately every person because he had a, a great universal approach as well to his teaching but he asked the question he asked a very compelling and profound question he says if it is indeed true that the second temple was destroyed by this force that we call Sinat Chinam, gratuitous hatred, then what is the force that can rebuild and repair and heal? And he says it must be Avat Chinam, causeless or gratuitous love. Avat Chinam, baseless love, just loving, choosing to love when we could choose to hate. sounds so simple and of course it's not simple at all but the concept that what has been destroyed by the forces of hatred can be repaired and rebuilt by the forces of love it is so compelling it is so powerful and Rav Cook was no fool he knew that the human heart has the capacity to feel immense hatred and anger and intolerance towards another of course it does. 
but that the the choice of how to react and respond and how to be able to see a point of goodness in the humanity of the person who may be who may be unleashing feelings of hatred within us and rather than acting out on those forces of hatred that we make a moral ethical decision within our conscious mind to take that force of hate that we might be feeling in our heart and to transform it into a force of love by seeing the divine face in the other by giving that other who has perhaps hurt us the benefit of a doubt by trusting that someone who is expressing their Jewish identity in a way that is so different to ours that maybe they have integrity maybe they are indeed a legitimate and authentic voice within our Jewish world and that just because they believe and act differently to us we're not supposed to reject them Avat Chinam gratuitous love choosing always choosing the side of love the side of tolerance that's what we need in this world right now that's what we need in the in the three weeks in this period where we are looking at the the powers of destruction in the world and the ways in which we are complicit we are complicit in that destruction through our intolerance and our hatred oi 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 these stories these stories that i opened with they're, they're so they're so disturbing to me and of course i'm i'm very aware that when i get so disturbed by these stories it it somehow triggers me so much that i ironically become filled with that sense of sinat khinam i project it out onto the whole orthodox world saying how dare you how dare you decide that other expressions of judaism are not authentic and that we should be pushed away but i i i'm not i can't do that because obviously that's not the whole orthodox world and obviously there are people within every aspect every facet of this beautiful diamond of jewish life that are bringing so much so much depth and meaning and purpose and passion to our jewish world my teacher who i miss so much reb zalman used to say that every every part of the jewish world every denomination within judaism is like a, a a part of a tree and that every single part of the tree has to exist whether it's the roots or the trunk or the branches or the leaves every part of that jewish world has to have its place in order to, for there to be a vibrant healthy organism of a tree and so we have to be able to see that in each other and then i think we have to go beyond that because this cannot remain just about jew and jew this is about human and human there is sinat khinam in our world 
from Jews to Muslims and Jews to Christians and Muslims to Jews and Christians to Muslims and and on and on and on and really I do believe it has to start with a sense of for those of us who, who are in the Jewish community and who do feel that's where our spiritual identity is that we have to start by having this this sense of Ahavat Yisrael of finding a way to love every other Jew however different they are from us and then it has to go further into the world of humanity because we have some serious serious rebuilding to do we have a whole temple to rebuild and I'm not talking about a physical temple in Jerusalem I'm talking about the temples of relationship the temples in our in our hearts the ways in which we we need to heal this world The opening of our Torah portion this week is really talking about the power of words, the power to make a vow and the importance of of meaning what we say, the, the, the recognition that if we make a neder, if we make a vow, if we make a commitment to do something either for ourselves or for another person, those words have meaning and those words insist that we are accountable to follow through on the action and if not we we have to find a, a, a way legally and ethically to release ourselves from those vows that's the whole Kol Nidre at the beginning of Yom Kippur but what vows are we going to make and what vows are we going to keep in this period right now as we head towards this dark day of Tisha B'Av I feel like as a people we have to vow to be kind, to be accepting, to be loving one to the other so that we can bring back, bring back the spiritual center of life where all peoples will be able to worship in their own way worship in their own way the Haftorah reading that we read on Tisha B'Av afternoon the the afternoon of that day when we commemorate the destruction of the temples we read an amazingly beautiful passage from Isaiah that talks about the future temple being a, a, a Beit Tefillah Lechol Ha'amim a house of prayer for all peoples a house of prayer for all peoples that's the messianic vision that's the messianic vision that somehow our central places of worship are expanded beyond the particular into the universal where all people can find their expression and that we're not judging each other and pushing each other away and saying you are less than you are outside the circle you cannot be buried in our cemetery Oi. so may we make those vows and those promises that 
each of us in our own way may have been complicit in bringing destruction and pain, brokenness into the world and through making vows, commitments to each other to bring love where we could choose hate avat chinam where there could be sinat chinam may it be that through those forces we will indeed rebuild and repair all that is broken thank you for listening to a dash and drush we will see you next time